Ladies and gentlemen, fine people of the Top Shot community, welcome back to the Priority Queue, a podcast that features passionate collectors from around the world sitting down with me, your host, Dave P. To dig into the latest news, platform updates, collecting strategy, and anything else going on in the world of NBA Top Shot and Dapper Labs. Today, I have another awesome guest joining me. His real life name is Colby Sears, and he goes by Top Shot Boy on Twitter and on the Top Shot platform. He also has his real face, confirmed tonight, it is his face, out there for the world to see instead of a JPEG. And outside of a couple NFTs I got him to buy once, his current focus is primarily on NBA Top Shot. Colby, thanks for joining me today, dude. How you doing, man? Doing well, Dave. Um, Gotta say I'm a big fan of the show. I know it's a new show, but um, pleasure to be here. And I'm following some some big footsteps behind two of the collectors I I kind of value the most, Veerman and 1CBJ, so... Thanks for having me, man. I'm excited to talk to you. Dude, you're just shot. another all-star in the lineup, man. Don't sell yourself short. We're going to have some <laughs> fun today. We're going to talk about Top Shot. We're going to talk about, I don't know if you heard that there was a, a recent NFT drop called Ballers, but... <laughs> yeah, you know, I've seen some pixelated uh, pixelated things on my timeline today. So, um, yeah, I, I've, I've seen a lot of hype. Yeah, super that, fun so. project that launched today. Links up to your Dapper Labs wallet. We'll get into that a little bit. But before I want to dig into to anything, I want kind of wanted to ask you, you know, give me a little bit of your background story. How'd you find Top Shot? When did you get into it? Yeah, so um, I think we're both kind of similar in our pre-Top Shot days. We both, uh, I guess we didn't know each other at the time, but I think we're both big into the DFS, Daily Fantasy crowd. You know, my Twitter timeline was just full of uh, NFL statistics and any edge I could get ownership, all that stuff. All, I'm sure we follow a lot of the same accounts. And during the quarantine, people have more time on their hands, more more time to look at Twitter. I, I wasn't huge into Twitter before that, but got into it and um, followed a couple guys that, one of them being Bales, who kind of launched the uh, the tweet that everybody still talks about to this day. The, what is it, 35000 he spent on John Morant? Uh, it no, it, Cosmic? Yes, it was. Sorry, it was his Cosmic. It was the number one serial Cosmic. Yeah. So goodbye from him, but I was like, what, you know, what is this? Some kind of video, you know, YouTube thing? And you know, read the article. I, I know Bells is a really sharp guy, and it, it kind of clicked early with me. I could see, I saw a lot also, you know, just card card collecting in general was just ramping up at the time, like just values, like huge sales, rookie cards. Um, so it, it made sense because I, I, I looked into that whole, you know, genre, but just I think all the um, things that makes Top Shot great are what makes the card collecting world just frustrating, you know, just the lack of, you know, Kind of seeing uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Transparency. Sorry. So lack of, lack of transparency is big in the in the card world. Like we have no idea how many how many cards are out there. Whereas Top Shot, you can click a couple buttons and you know exactly what's out there. But kind of going back to what I was saying about Bales was you know seeing Top Shot, I was like, all right, I'm gonna give this a try. And I think it was January 22nd was when I made my first account, and it was actually well, I think about a week after I saw the Bales thing, I was like, all right, whatever, like. Top Shot, it's kind of, it's going to be a fad. I'm not, I'm not going to look into this. I just kept seeing more and more people talking about it, in DFS world especially. I think it was Peter Overzet, who's on the... Um, Club Top Shot. Club Top Shot, yep. So they, they were doing a thing. I was like, all right, I'm just going to watch this, like kind of learn, because it was like a learning Top Shot video. Uh, so I was like, all right, I'm going to give this a chance. Let's see, let's see what this is all about. And it was actually the day, I think it was a live stream, and it was the day of the first Cool Cats release. So I was like, all right, like, this this seems like a cool set. Like I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see see what this is all about. I'm gonna get in line. 
Let's see what happens. And I don't know if you, did, you, did you go for that drop at all? Do you remember? You did. Did you get it? Did you actually get a pack in that first I drop? I did not. I uh, believe Derek Devin Booker was the coveted one in that set. I did not get Devin mm-hmm. Booker. Yep. I, I actually couldn't even tell you who I got, but I could tell you that I sold him for about three hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, it was it was definitely a fruitful uh, twelve. It was a twelve dollar yeah, pack. Twelve, nineteen, something like so that. So I was hooked, but I think it was yeah, twelve or fifteen. I don't remember, but I, I did not get a pack. It was a total disaster that drop. A lot of them were early on, to be honest. But I remember um, a lot of people were upset, and Dapper. I think that was the only time they've ever done this. They basically said, "Okay, if you were in the queue going for a pack, we're, we're gonna." I don't know how they researched. It. it took like weeks. I don't know if you remember this, but it took them like a week to research all this. But they they said anyone that was trying to buy one can buy one. We'll send you a private link um, in your email. So they that, they followed through with that, um, and I was able to purchase a pack, uh, which was really cool. But it was I think it was about a week's worth worth of work on their end and i'm sure <laughs> will never happen again but it's kind of an interesting little anecdote about kind of early top shot and yeah i was hooked from there because like you said the i saw the value of i think i pulled Derek jones i want to say i think Derek jones was my pull too <laughs> so yeah i mean we were, we were meant to be uh top shot friends then. <laughs> clearly that was the start right there yep and that was um I, that was when i first learned about like challenges and how cool those were and like, you know, I have to get all these, like, I was just hooked. Like, I was like, I, all right, I need to get all the cool cats. Like, I'm, I don't care how much I need to spend. Like, I'm getting, I'm getting that Luca, you know? I remember when that Luca came out and it was selling for like, I think, I want to say 1800 bucks, $2,000 or something. And I was, I said, yep. man, I bet that that's worth it. I bet that that's going to go up. And then I just didn't. Cause I mean, that was a big chunk of change to spend on one digital collectible. And then it shot up to yeah. like 12000 10000 12000 Oh yeah. Well, the crazy thing was, I remember uh, when it first came out. You know, first you're able to sell it. I think I want to say it got to a low of like eight hundred dollars. It was definitely under a thousand. People were people were fire selling those things. Um, and I got I got a pretty good cereal. I want to say I got like around a thousand, which is you know I think it was at like three thousand. I can't remember exactly, but but yeah, I just remember it going up, and then it was just coinciding with just the craziness of that whole month of February. You know, where it was just taking it was off. Wild. Yeah, and then up to ten, you know. And the crazy thing was, like, I didn't sell mine at ten thousand. You know, I don't think you sold yours at ten thousand, did you? No, no, definitely. Like, I, well, I never I mean, got it. I, I like, I hesitated. Oh, okay, you never. That was, got it. Okay. That was my one of my early regrets. Is I hesitated, and then it ballooned to ten grand. Even at ten grand, I was like, oh yeah, this thing's going to the moon. You know, everyone's just going to the moon. It's never going down again. But yeah, I I completed the the cool cats for a while. I actually had the whole whole set at one point. Didn't never. Never got my lamello, sold out of it before then, but uh, we can get into that later. But but yeah, it was wild times. Wow, that was those were those pack drops were a nightmare. <laughs> I remember just sitting there clicking, I got, I got clicking no by over and over and over again, and it's just error, yeah, error, error. Mm-hmm. error, error. Yeah, I had the best of luck on my phone. I, was, I seemed to be like on the, I would have good luck on like the. I had to download the Firefox app for some reason on my phone, and like I got, I got, I think one time I got like three or four packs with those first come first. Oh servants. wow. So I, I, I got a decent amount of like base packs back you in the day. You hacked the system, man. That yeah. work. Tell me, man. Firefox. Then you're off and running. <laughs> yeah. So fast forward and it's it's November and we're two months away, two and a half months away from our one year anniversary. Look how far we've come. Time flies, man. I don't think the Luca has ever been down that low either. I, I even through the May, June yeah. swoon there and never 
I sold, I'm going to say I sold mine in April because that was kind of, we saw a little bit of a, a down, the down market was kind of starting then. And there was so many Lamello, like there was just so many Lamellos coming. Like there, we knew that they were hinting at like a legendary rookie drop, which freaked me out because I was like, man, another Lamello, you know. We knew that MGLE was coming. We knew that Legendary was coming. We knew this, the Cool Cat, which was going to be a low min, um, was coming. So I was like, this doesn't make any sense for me to keep, probably worth about, five, I think it was about $5,000 was my my Cool Cat set when I sold it, the whole thing. And I was like, I'm just going to, I have a profit on this. You know, it's not as much as it was, obviously, uh, back in February, but I just decided to move, move out of it and just sell the whole set then. And that was kind of right before all the... <laughs> It got got really bad, you know. I don't remember what it got the low of the Cool Cat set was, but I want to say it was in the two thousands, maybe high one thousands. I can't remember, but that was before, obviously, Nine Lives Lounge and all the all the good stuff that was to come for those that held that held out. All so. that utility. Mm-hmm. Do you regret it? Um, no, I mean, so I took that money, that five thousand, and just bought it into the Throwdown set because at that time that had just come out and. I think I think I got it all in at maybe forty five hundred. I was buying it um, the top of the fud for Top Shot. <laughs> there was blood in the streets. People were just hating on the set so much. I was just so happy because I finally got my first rare pack. That was my first rare uh, pack, which is awesome. Yeah, I mean it. It was awesome. Like so many, there's so many people on Twitter that I, I was like liking every comment. Like, oh, first rare pack! I'm so excited. You know, it just happened to be like the worst pack that you, we could have gotten. But I mean, I loved it. I was happy. I, I think I pulled James Wiseman. Do you remember who you pulled in yours? Yeah, it was uh, John Collins. John Collins, all right. Nice. <laughs> so it's not, I mean, not bad. It's a cool dunk. It's you know, it Trey is, Young yeah. serves it up to him, so it's a cool dunk. He's got he's got a lot of really nice dunks. Yeah, John Collins. Yeah, he's underrated from that aspect. He gets overlooked a lot, but man, he's he's fun to watch. He is. Yeah. I a funny story about John Collins is so I guess we need to back up, but. I bought a lot. Um, my first kind of conviction play, because I, I like to like, I don't know if I, I'm sure I told you, but I like to stack uh, moments when I see an opportunity. Yeah. And uh, the first, the, when I first got on the platform, the, the biggest, I mean, I thought the best slam dunk moment was the, the KD 7500. That moment was, I thought, way too underpriced for, for the player and just the amount of moments he had on the platform. Because he, you know, was hurt the entire S1, so he had nothing there. How much was it at the time? Besides the running back. I don't, I don't know if you remember in January, but when we first started, obviously there was some Cool Cats hype. And then there was kind of, I think it was because of Cool Cats, looking back at it now, but there was a, 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 a kind of a, we had a down market when we first started. It wasn't all just straight up, you know, through February. Like we did have a down market. There was a lot of people like, oh, Top Shot's dead, you know, S1s are dead. People were fire selling a lot of stuff. A lot of people probably don't remember that, but or even know about that. Um, but I think the the KD seventy five hundred was down to. I was buying it in the one hundred and fifty to three hundred range. Yep. Just loading up, and I, I my, my strategy at the time was just it was getting as many base packs as I could, and then just sell just selling whatever I get in there because I I was like, there's no way, you know, these fifteen hundreds. You know, I just remember selling like Devin Booker's and like, and beads for like hundreds of dollars, and I'm like. I just don't, you know, I don't, I don't want to hold, I don't want to hold on to commons when I could buy, you know, S1s or, or that Durant. I thought that Durant was, was way, you know, way more, co- or would be more coveted because his first net shot, which I think is pretty cool. So yeah, I was just, I was just loading up. I had 13 of them. That's what I got up to. Whoa. <laughs> it's crazy to think now, but I think February 23rd, he, those were going for $1,800 a pop. 
Well, at the time, that was only his other moment. That was his only other moment, right? He had the run it back in that. Uh, the run it back. Yep, those two. Uh, I think that. Well, I think his 15k came out. Oh right, um, he had the 15k. He had the 15k, which was still like going for two or three hundred dollars. I mean, that, that thing got pretty good too. But but obviously, the 7500 was always you know well above that. And I, I from from not knowing a lot about cards, I was like, I thought the moments were going to matter more, I guess, than they really do. And I think that maybe in the future we get to a point where they do, you know, maybe like the actual moment itself matters, like some of the milestones and stuff. But I, th- I just thought it was cool that it was literally his first shot as a net, like that was his first shot. And he's come back from the injury. I, like, I thought they were going to win the title last year at that point. Uh, they were the favorites. You know, I just thought they'd be cool to own his first Nets shot. And if he wins three, four titles, they're going to look back on that and that'd be a really cool collectible. But yeah, it ran up to $1,800 and I was just... I don't, I don't know if it was just like just the sheer euphoria, but it did, didn't sell any of them at that price. Wow, those are some diamond hands. <laughs> I, I, my, February 23rd, my account value was up to 55000 I'll never forget it, 55000 And that was on about 3000 invested in the platform. Insane. Most of that was, you know, 1500 was what it cost me to complete the Luca Cool Cat Challenge. The rest was, I bought some, you know, put some money in for KDs and just bought packs. Um, and then I, st- I did stack, in the down market, I did stack some of those 15K, like the, the bookers for like $7 <laughs> and like in beads for 15 and then started selling them probably in March. Not not quite the high, but like kind of when I could kind of feel the market kind of bottom, like I, I could, you just kind of feel like the sense that, we're, all right, we're getting, there's a ton of supply coming. There were so many issues with drops and just getting moments out there that you knew that as soon as they, they figured their stuff out, that supply was going to start coming big time because there's so much demand for packs. You didn't think that uh, the LeBron No Look 3 was going to be $2,200 forever? Oh, man. No, absolutely not. <laughs> oh, like, my I, God. I, I couldn't believe I, I was just trying to pull those in packs. Like, I was just praying I'd pull one. But, yeah, I never I never bought one at any of those crazy prices. The The – the return value on those packs was the stuff of legend, man. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, because looking through, I can, you know, the great thing about live token is you can kind of see what you pulled and everything. And, like, I'm looking at all these packs, and, like, I have no no pack lock whatsoever. Like, if I just had any pack lock, I mean, I'd have so much more profit, but just not good pulls, but still, I mean, still huge profits on any any of those stuff if you, if you sold it in March or obviously February, but... I wasn't quite that smart, that that sharp to time the the high that that well. <laughs> I mean, I mean, you timed it pretty well, man. All things considered, how you were talking about it, I think a lot of people were drunk on profits back then. I was. Yeah. I uh, I had good moments and I had bad moments, and I I I kind of got caught with uh, my bags packed when the market started to drop. Yeah. Did you did you buy it? Well, what was your strategy at that point? Like, I, I kind of want to remind, like, kind of buying packs and just conviction on those Durants did you have like a certain strategy you're kind of going for at that point or you just kind of as well you just buying packs I started to uh at that point yeah it was getting as many packs as you could because there was nothing better than packs but I was also mm-hmm. I was trying to look for unique plays and I started buying stars I, I remember mm-hmm. I bought a bunch of you know the 15ks when they were seven eight dollars like Zach Levine yeah. and then they they ballooned up to seventy five eighty five hundred dollars so I did pretty well with the 15ks. <laughs> I remember buying I bought like three or four Lucas I think and the at I don't know thirty five hundred dollars thirty five bucks I and 
Yeah, they just I I sold before that. I was I definitely didn't time the top. Yeah, uh, I I I pulled a, I did pull a Luca 15k on my packs. And that was that was dope. Um, I think I I sold it around maybe 250, somewhere around there 300. So not not the, not the high, but definitely <laughs> got a, got a ton of ROI out of that pack. So. I remember. I still remember my buddy to this day texting me. He's like, "This can't go up forever, can it?" Yeah, and I was sitting there it saying was just the perfect storm of you know not supply people just coming in it's wild wild time and but I, again so it sounds like overall you strategize it pretty well you saw some opportunities to stack so you stacked Durant, and I, I think that's a good segue right into actually what i wanted to start talking about was you know we're series three just dropped and series two we kind of got a little bit some clarity and then some murkiness as far as what the value is of series two going forward and I know that you had picked a certain set to stack up. You were pretty bullish on the all-star set. So mm-hmm. I kind of want you to talk about that a little bit and talk about what what you've done since that Series 3 announcement. Yeah, so uh, I guess backing up to the summer, kind of when we had our last, re- I, I would say probably, besides like, well, I, I, basically from, <laughs> from that February high, we've kind of had a slow down down drip right and obviously the the all-star game really kind of started that off with just a huge oversupply of all that stuff and people overpaying like i i I, that was the first real big mistake i made was i really wanted the whole all-star set (laughs) really expensive challenge i used like all of my profits and was durant's and a lot of other stuff to buy into it Uh, and then also brought some more money in too for it because it was so expensive they paid four thousand dollars for the lebron all-star oof um, but I did, I did all the challenges. You know, I still love the set. I think it's a really underrated set. But as we got into the summer, when we saw the kind of market lows, like I, I just couldn't believe the prices of those, the all-star set. Just because just of the rare, you know, there's not, you know, there, there is a good supply that, that Top Shot has put out there. But I think when you look at the stars, right, there's not a lot of rare star moments besides the MGLEs, obviously. But those are, those are priced pretty fairly. And, you know, we, we, we still, there's a lot of questions that needs to be answered by Dapper as far as utility going forward. And in particular, the hardcore aspect of, you know, how, how is the gamification going to work? And how, you know, because we, we know that commons are going to perform differently than rares, right? So if, if it's coming down to a game where a rare Steph Curry is going to put me ahead of everybody else and... He has two rare, I think he has only two rare moments in S2, um, the MGLE, and then his rare no-look all-star. It's, you know, and that's like three, you know, a third of the price of the MGLE. I mean, I'm not sure what it is now, but it's way, a huge discount. Obviously, the, you know, mint size is a little bit bigger, but I I just think that if you kind of look ahead to maybe gamification of hardcore, whenever that happens, I just saw a big opportunity there for cheap star rares. And it's the first of it. I'm a big fan of like the first of its kind sets. And I think that's going to be big down the line with collectors. And, you know, it's a bubble, bubble moment. We're never going to see another bubble all-star game with no fans. So a lot of people hated it, but I, I loved it for all the all those reasons. Kind of, contra- I guess, contrarian reasons. It was confounding um, to people in some senses because we had the rising stars before, or the seeing stars before it, which was mm-hmm. filled with all the all-stars. And then that set hit. And I remember people debating because the prices were so inflated, like you said, 
four thousand mm-hmm. for LeBron and and three thousand yeah. for Curry and and Luca. But and so some people were although they're boring plays. There's there's not it's not a real game. I think everybody was just trying to figure out why the price kept dropping on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and the crazy thing is, at the time, you're like, you're like oh, 4000 for a rare LeBron? Like, yeah, that makes sense, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Because we're used to those February prices where people were paying, you know, 2000 for a 15K LeBron. So a 2000 LeBron, okay, that makes sense, you know? It's 4000 but that, you know, it's only a 2000 mint, and it's, an, it's a rare moment all-star. For, you know, it's LeBron's first all-star moment. He's only going to ever have one, you know, yeah. on the platform. But yeah, going back to why I stacked it... You know, the prices just came down so low on those. Like, I, I, I think I told you I bought like 15 Jason Tatum's because I, I wasn't going to stop buying Jason Tatum all stars if it kept going lower. You what know? were you like, buying them like, at, at their lowest? Like 70, 80 bucks Oof. and like good cereals too. Like I bought like you know everything is under 500 cereal. I was just being patient and buying them. Like I was confident to just continue. Like I, if they kept going down, I would just kept bringing money and just kept dollar cost averaging those things down. Um, that was my strategy, and I think. I, mean, I don't even want to know how much money I had in the All-Star game, but I had a lot. And then as the market came back, the supply went away because the season ended. I kind of felt like, okay, there's not going to be any more pack drops. So I'm just going to keep loading up on stuff that's out there right now. Dapper started making big announcements. Summer League was hyping everybody up. Everyone was getting excited. And, you know, you just saw you saw a lot of people kind of rolling out of gains in other NFT projects bringing it into top shot and just you saw the market take off really quickly you know kind of the end i guess it was basically the, yeah the summer i mean the summer league and i pretty much made a hundred percent i basically told myself like, all right i've stacked all these moments i'm not gonna get greedy i'm just gonna take my hundred percent profit on any of this stuff and it's all it's all gone so we made a lot of money on it but yeah that's why i do those kind of conviction stacks is i'm fine with just buying like if a jason tatum all-star is going to be keep going down from $70, like I'll buy them the rest of my life. <laughs> if that makes sense. It like, does. Yeah. I love that conviction. It, it paid off for you. Yeah. So now, you know, I have still have my full set, but I don't have any, a couple dupes, maybe, maybe a couple dupes left, but not, not many. I mean, most of that's all profit and ready, ready to get rolled into my next, whatever my next uh, conviction play is going to be. <laughs> so you did well with the all-star set. And, but that's not all you've moved out of. You've kind of moved out a lot of your series two in general, right? Uh, so series two rares. So, like I said before, I I, you know, I had the full throwdown set for a while. Did all the challenges. The only thing, the only thing that hesitated me with the throwdowns. I mean, I, I knew it was undervalued when it was everyone was fighting it and everybody hated it. But kind of going back to like my main goal, my main strategy is to buy the first. If it, buy the first of something. I don't want to have like something that like series two MGLEs. Like I, I, I didn't buy a lot of those just unless they were rookies because like. You know, I, I want to have like a debut or because like I feel like, you know, as many we know MGLAs are always going to be coming, right? Series three, four, five. It's a, it's a flagship set. I just don't see like like a Jalen Brown series two versus like a series three versus series four MGLE. Like it's just not not a ton of like difference there for me um, to want to pay those premiums for, just so it says season two. Um, so, 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 so saying all that to say series two throwdowns. That, you know, it's not the first set of throwdowns. I, I would have been, I would have kept it if if Top Shot would have said, you know, Series Three throwdowns is coming. Okay, that's fine, but the mint size is going up because that would have made it more exclusive, right? But the fact that they said, hey, we're cutting this down, we're making it a smaller set, 
it's just it's kind of muddy it kind of muddies the waters to me as to the series two value going forward it's an interesting um, set you had a 275 mint in series one mm-hmm. 1800 in series two which is you know as steve veriman had pointed out in, in a previous show that that was very high at the time too high mm-hmm. and now they're course yeah. correcting with i think it's a sub 900 888 Eight, 888 yeah and the they're cutting it down from 50 52 was way too many you know it's just so many moments and it was just so many rares because we just had the, all those all-star rares those those weren't no one was buying those and then we had all these throwdowns and it's like just there's no liquidity to buy all these things not enough people not enough money in the platform to, to absorb all that so yeah when the series three roadmap came out i was it really changed me from series two rares because I, I another big thing was the collector score aspect so them them keeping the collector score exactly the same for s3 rares really it it, it hurts s2 rares i was really banking on the series two rares to be a just a collector score like haven for future collectors because you know, you really did get a, a huge bonus for having that whole set. But if it's going to be a smaller set, S3, smaller mint, same collector score, I mean, I don't see the incentive to pay more or, you know, for that set to hold its value, I guess, um, versus S3. So that was kind of my decision there. But in saying that, <laughs> went from rare to now I love the S2 commons. That's that's my conviction play now. Because that, they kept the same. They... They they changed they completely lowered it, uh, but kept but S two is like massively huge for collector score and I think depending if we keep raising collector score if collector score is it means something in the future people are gonna have to buy those S two sets those S two common sets because it's gonna be the best way I mean or or team stack your team sets but those are gonna be you know the prices are gonna keep going up so if those are gonna keep you know when they when they made the S three um, roadmap and I just saw the price of S two go down. The common sets made, made no sense to me. Like, of course, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy those. I'm gonna roll right into that. Um, so that's been my strategy right now. The, I think part of the problem right now, which why we're seeing the floors even on S2 drop despite that collector score bump, is people. One collector score is kind of convoluted. It, it's it's mm-hmm. kind of hard to really decipher what it is, what it means. And right now we don't get you pack drops, right? But they haven't mm-hmm. really applied it to anything else. I think if Dapper comes out and assigns some better value to collector score and makes it a little bit clearer to understand, you're going to see people recognize that series two is where it's at. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's just so confusing. I can't imagine like a new collector trying to digest all of the things you need to, to know to, to understand it. Cause there's so many different variables and aspects and it's always changing. Right. And the team sets are getting bigger and, Oh, now you don't have your, your full team score anymore because, this guy just dropped and you know what I mean? It's just, whew, it's a lot. So are you talking like stacking 35K and 40K commons? Are you talking some of the common sets like hustle and show? So I'm not, a, I'm not a team set guy. Like, yeah, I'm a huge NBA fan, but like, I don't, I'm not like you where like I'm a diehard Celtics fan. Like I, I'm kind of, I'm a, I live in Dallas. So I like the Mavs, but like, I'm not like, I don't need to have the full Mavs set. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not gonna be second those. I think I just want to go for the common sets. So uh, right now I'm working on Hustle and Show, uh, Seeing Stars. I think is my biggest conviction play. I think I, I might stack that if it keeps going down because I'm gonna I'm gonna complete the full set. But I, it might be my next big stack if if we keep seeing values drop on that because they're that's no longer gonna be around anymore. 
I feel like that makes that incredibly um, cool. It's kind of like they mess they mess up. They they admitted they mess up on it. And I know I know you know in previous um, office hours they said that they want to not quite no nine lives lounge it to where it's you know huge utility, but they they said they're always going to keep it in mind as giving it utility in the future. They're not going to let it die out because a lot of people lost a lot of money on that. Um, oh yes, I did big money. <laughs> did you do that? I did the, those the Durant challenge in a in a famous night with my wife. We were having a couple drinks, and I was telling her all about Top Shot, and everything was amazing. And I said, <laughs> "I'm telling you right now that this this move, get the Durant challenge, is where it's at." And, and so, a couple drinks, and she's like, "All right, all right, go for it." And <laughs> I put like 2,500 bucks in. And I sat there and I was fighting people, <laughs> fighting people for it. And I remember I got Zion yeah. for, I don't know, $380. It just, I can't even, I can't, it's like, I think Zion's about $65, $70 now. And I got him yeah. on, I completed the Durant. And then it never even struck me that the other half would be Team LeBron. So I completed the yeah. Durant challenge and I didn't, and, and uh, anyway, I don't need to tell you how much yeah that cost I, I, me. yeah i remember I, I didn't do the Durant one i did do the lebron um kind of last minute i was like i kind of did it close to the end so it wasn't as bad um because that remember i mean it took a long time to get to lebron remember how many weeks that passed oh yeah everyone knew it was coming but like i don't even it was like a month later they, they finally did that one it was just kind of crazy uh, i think i think the only reason i did it was because it was the market was was going downhill pretty quickly so that w- i didn't quite pay what you'd probably paid for the <laughs> Durant one, but yeah, it was still a mistake <laughs> to do it. The LeBron seeing stars thumbnail is still one of my favorite thumbnails on the platform. I love that thumbnail yeah. of him just pointing. Uh, it's mm-hmm. just an awesome still. Yep. But and it's a complete. There's no crowd in that moment. It's just him jamming and not going to get a lot of whole, whole lot of those going forward. So yeah. Did you did you collect any WNBA? Yeah. Um, well, so I, I'm doing the WNBA set now. I, I didn't originally. I got the packs and just would, would just sell them. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I knew, you know, I knew there'd be challenges associated with it and I just wanted to take profit. But I am, I am, I think I'm about four away now from the full set. I've been buying them probably two or three a day, last couple of weeks here. And you can get some really, like, one of my favorite strategies just is um, paying maybe like a dollar or two up from the floor and buying like, you know, around a thousand. Or I've even got some three digits for like $2 above the floor. I did too. Um, About a third of my WNBA set, I think, is really low serial that I paid a couple bucks more for. Yeah, I think it's just I don't know why people are dumping those, but but yeah, I think that's gonna have a really good collector score, you know, boost on it, and it's really really cheap. So yeah, scene stars, hustle and show, WNBA best of, and I think that I think that's it. For, are there any other common S two sets? You're not gonna complete the summer fandom set. I have this. I do have the summer fandom set. Dude, you had the twenty two hundred dollar Tarasi challenge. Oh, sorry, not that. Not I was thinking. I was thinking you meant the uh, the summer the summer league one. No, the men's league. Yeah. No. Oh, no, the, no. the big. Oh no, yeah. No, I'm not doing the summer fandom one. No, no. I I have ten of eleven. I do not have the Tarasi. Gotcha. <laughs> that yeah, was a that big was... thing the past week. I, I know. I mean, I totally agree with you on your sentiment on that one. That's that's rough to to have them completely blow up the set with like five legendaries i mean it's a very strange four it was four legendaries in the challenge they've never done it before it was just a very strange occurrence uh <laughs> but i think that i hope that they've learned from it it certainly sounds 
you know, I thought that their apology was sincere and you could tell that they took this one to heart. So hopefully going forward, you know, there will be a little bit more thought put into some of these Mm -hmm. challenges like that. Yeah. I mean, I'm all for like tough challenges at times, but, but like, you know, if you're going to call a set like accessible and like for the every, you know, for the every collector to throw that in there towards the, like probably towards the end of it just doesn't, yeah, didn't make any sense, but (laughs) you know, I'm sure they'll move forward and that won't happen again. Yeah. They've made mistakes. They'll continue to make mistakes at time. I think how they own up to them and try to correct them is what's important and learn from them too. So I don't anticipate we'll see a weird, rare, random, all of a sudden we're going to use legendary challenges for a common moment thing. Yeah, definitely. I do have the Hustle and Show set. I actually just bought it again. I had kind of, I sold that and Seeing Stars previously as I kind of thought they were going down, actually along with WNBA, and then I bought WNBA back. So Mm -hmm. I think now's the time. If, if, I mean, I just bought WNBA back, so you're buying it at a nice time. The value is probably as low as it's going to get. Yeah, I mean, seven, seven, eight dollars, that that much collector score, it's definitely going to be worth it, you know? Because it's, it's like double the price of like a, you know, $3 for an S3 that gives you what, two collector score? Yeah. <laughs> That's literally just going to be a trade ticket. And these are all debuts. Yeah, it's the, yeah it, they're all debuts. It's the first too. set. Yeah, that's, a, that's part of my strategy. That I want to get the first. Anything that's affordable, I can get the first out. I, I want that. So like even the Going men's forward. fandom set, that's why you're a, a fan of that? The men's fandom? I keep oh, calling are you them, talking about like the... The, the NBA. The NBA fan set, fandom set. Oh, yeah. The oh, the, the Summer League? Oh, yeah. Exactly why I'm a fan of that. Because it's, it's the first fandom set in general. And it's the first Summer League moments. I know Vito would <laughs> disagree with that take, but... <laughs> he calls it a fake set. He hates that set so much. I know. It's, it's so funny. But yeah, I mean, it's the first, anything that's the first of, I think if collectors, if a lot of collectors get to the platform someday, that that will be something that they'll, I think will be um, desirable. Yeah, I, I like it. I, I had it. I don't have it. But man, is it cheap right now? Yeah, I've just kind of held on to it. I don't I haven't really monitored the price of it. But, um, but yeah, it was pretty, you know, it wasn't too hard to complete. And I thought it was cool if you actually were in Vegas, if you can make some good money getting getting those uh what do you get, like 10 packs 10 of each moment I think. yeah they were they were hitting the they market were going for a lot hard. too people yeah. foam over everything man it's crazy mm-hmm. whatever's new just drops and people go nuts over it that's the key it's like what you said earlier about you know you're fighting people for that durant challenge how nice is it for us to just you know pick a set we like it's it's been out for a while we can pick great we get great cereals we just be, we're patient and we're not fighting anyone we're letting people dump dump moments to us at cheap prices. I guess the best time to complete sets. There's no there's no rush, you know. All my bad decisions have been where I'm like, okay, it, this is a rush. Like, I need to get this, or I'm, it's not gonna be out of my price range forever. My, my worst buy of all time was on February 23rd. It was all it was all profits, so it wasn't it wasn't like I just completely lost all this money. But uh, I paid 3,700 for the Vince Carter last shot because that was like my Garel moment. Still, I still think it's the coolest moment on the platform, just being his last shot of his career and right before the world changed forever with COVID. But, you know, seeing that go up, and I was like, oh, I'm never going to have another chance to buy this again, you know, at this price. And <laughs> I could buy it now for, what, six, $700 or 800 something like that. So Yeah. That was that was a hard lesson, but a good lesson to learn Yeah, we, on FOMO. In, in a sense, we've, we've taken some hard lessons, but again, good lessons, which prepares us now for 
just being a little bit more patient and I'll still get excited about something and, and might buy it a little bit. I'm a lot more cautious. Oh yeah. A lot more cautious. Definitely. I mean, how do you feel about these new showcase challenges? Cause I, I, I do miss, I mean, I don't mind them, but I do miss traditional challenges as well. You know, I liked the traditional challenge. I, I would love to see some of that come back. I think these are good. I like what they're trying to do and they're trying to help people who have a diverse collection. They're mm-hmm. trying to kind of reward them in a sense. It, it's it's tough because we were programmed for so long that right after the set dropped, we were going to have challenges. Mm-hmm. And so with Run It Back, we didn't really have that. They used a few of them in the Vince Carter challenge, which was mm-hmm. cool. But then we haven't seen anything until just, just today. So I think people dropped a lot of it because there wasn't a challenge and there wasn't one coming and then finally they did. So it, it, it's tough when they, when they change gears like that and they suddenly start switching it up. I like it. I like some of the ideas, but I also, it, it's hard. You know, you, you, can, you can cost people money trying to figure out exactly what they're going to do next. Mm-hmm. It, is, it is fun to speculate though. <laughs> it, at the same time, it is gaming it. Cause you can make some good money if you, you know, if you hit right. I mean, that's for sure. It's true. I just wonder I think that's good for people who can recognize it. I wonder for mainstream appeal how good that is or if people are going to get burned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. yeah, you can definitely get burned as well. <laughs> you do. so it's definitely a gamble, uh, which is probably why we both enjoy it so much because we're, you know, Daily Fantasy guys originally and now gambling on something a little different. So. Absolutely. It's just trying to find an edge, which keeps changing. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I look, I think of the, the challenge that just had the Emmanuel Quickly. So the people out there who really liked Emmanuel Quickly and stacked up 40 of them for five bucks a piece, four or five dollars, yeah. all of a sudden they got to sell them all off for $35. And that was a huge win for them. Yeah, huge win. Because I, I, I had like 10 of those Quickly stacked, but it was the, um, a, couple, a couple months ago they did the, was it the rookie? They did like a showcase rookie. And I, I sold all of my um, 40K rookies during that moment. Because I, I, I just 100% on all of them, you know? Yep. So I was like, heck yeah, I'm going to take this profit. But yeah, I wish I would have, I mean, obviously I would have kept them. But profit is profit in my book. So if, you, if, I can, if I can get 100% on something, I'm probably going to take it. And I'm just going to continue to try to grow my collection. And I think being nimble, moving between, it's, there's nothing wrong with selling a set if you think it's overvalued at this time. And then you can buy it back later. You know, there's no, I think, I think that's a smart way to, to go about it. Do you have anything that you're really kind of locked in the vault per se that you won't touch? Uh, my, definitely my all-star set just because I've <laughs> paid so much for it. <laughs> um, obviously, it, it helped. I mean, it'd be kind of nice to look, maybe look back and see how much profit I made from all the stacking of it. And that might make me feel a little better, you know, as to how much I paid originally for it. But that's definitely going to be locked in there for sure. Because I do need... You know, I do need some collector score, um, and that that gives me a lot um, with that that rare set. But I think moving, I think that, that's another reason why I was able to move on from my throwdowns is because I still have a lock, I still have a solid, full rare series two set that gives me a lot of collector score that that I'm happy with just holding, long term. So, what is your target for collector score right now? What do you think will give you what you need to be in the best queues for rare packs and and legendary? Assuming you're going yeah. for those, it's a good question. Um, I think, I guess it, it depends on if they're going to keep the spend bonus because that spend bonus is is huge. I know that you know recently it's been around fifteen thousand, but you don't really need that much with the spend bonus, you know, because 
you need around 10 because um, it's usually around you know you get, I get the full five every time at least how they structure it now but I think I think 15 is pretty kind of where I want to hang around I, I got up to 22 with all my rares in, when, in the summer when everything was going like I was just pumping money and I was pretty much fully in at the bottom which which worked out well uh, I would have kept putting money in you know dollar cost averaging but yeah I think around 15,000 is pretty safe from what I think S3 and and I'll be I'll, you know I, th I think we can quickly get it up to 20 if I need to if, if there's some kind of cr crazy legendary drop and I guess I'll I'll, I'll kind of rationalize if it's even worth you know if, if if it's worth going for that high you know if I need to so I think 15 is pretty safe yeah, that's kind of where I'm at right now. My score is just over 15K without the spend bonus, uh, like you said, because the spend bonus is hard to, if I could lock that in and you could say, yeah, you're definitely getting it and it's going to be this, great. But they already said that they're going to change it from pack to pack. So I think you need to have a nice baseline. Mm -hmm. And I, they've also talked about growing it over time as the platform grows, which does make some sense because if you 10X what we have now at some point in the future, you can't have that many people going it, it it has to grow with it so yeah it'd be interesting and, and i have a question for you later that kind of uh goes into what it what it takes to be to to get onto this platform as a new person uh, but we'll get to that shortly so i i guess the last thing i want to ask you about all this is you've you've sold off a lot of stuff you've stacked some dapper up you got some you got some dapper in your virtual wallet that you're you're hanging on to what do you what are you waiting for yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll be I'll be uh, transparent with you. I have about half my account in Dapper right now. Um, I think my account's valued at just under thirty, and I've got about fourteen thousand in, in Dapper at the moment. Wow. I, I think there's a lot of unanswered questions that needs to be answered by by Dapper for me to really, you know, start buying up stuff with regards to, I guess, utility of like what's what's a set set utility going to look like like what's what's the you know besides collector score is there anything else that's going to come how, how is the nfl we all know that's coming how is that going to early access going to work it's a is it based on collector score is it going to be random how many people are going to be let in how's that all going to work um so that's a big question i have are you into the nfl there oh yeah absolutely yeah i'm an nba fan big nba fan but nfl is definitely number one for me i, I have some Sunday ticket and i watch red zone for eight hours every sunday <laughs> and, and all my other besides top shot money all my dfs money goes into the nfl so wow all right so big nfl fan big nfl guy yeah who's the number one player you need definitely well so this is going to be interesting because uh, i'm a big buccaneers fan and i'm not a bandwagon buccaneer fan uh <laughs> been a fan since i was like you know 10 years old um so i've gone through the bad years the now the good years but Tom Brady's 600th touchdown to Mike Evans just happened. So that'd be pretty cool. If that was like his debut moment, I'd be into that. That'd be a pretty sure it'd moment be a to have. Pretty penny, but I know you're a big Pats fan. So how do you feel about I mean, I know he, he, uh, he's won a lot of Super Bowls for you, for your team. How do you feel about him now? Nothing but love for Tom Brady, man. Yeah. He's the man. It's a class act. He's a class Definitely. act all the way. He's the man. He's just the best. Yeah, I got, I got nothing yeah. but love for Brady. So that that'd be my my kind of ideal moment now. How about you? Do you have anything? Oh, dude, Mac, Mac Jones, Jones, Mac Jones rookies. I'm <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> stacking. I'm gonna need one of each of all whatever set 
yeah, there there will be some dapper put aside for that. I need to have Mac Jones rookies. I'm I'm He's looking good. I'm bullish on that guy long term. He's in yeah. the right organization for his skill set. And he's just looked really good for a rookie, really poised and, and some of the best qualities that I, I could hope for in a, in a young guy. So, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm all about Mac Jones. Yeah, NFL kind of makes me nervous because of injuries. And, you know, a running back has a four-year career now or five-year career. They barely make it to their second contract, which is kind of sad, but also how the game has changed. So, Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, Quarterbacks, uh, certain high-profile wide receivers, I would be – more apt to buy later in their career after they kind of put together close to a hall of fame career. So it's tough, Yeah, but it'll be fun. I mean, it will be fun. Yeah. And and you know, it's going to be all debuts. So that's, that's true. Cool. <laughs> There's those debuts again, man. I'm, I'm big on it's those two. debuts, man. Yeah. It's, you know, cause any people love rookies and like a debut of an NFT is essentially a rookie. Cause it's the first, I, I there wasn't there wasn't a LeBron NFT available when he was a rookie, so his debut is essentially his rookie. If if NFTs take off to where we we all think they will, and become like the standard of collecting in the future, yeah, I mean people that have that debut LeBron or debut Brady, whoever is going to be you know that's going to be the most sought after thing you can get I think. I would love to invest in a LeBron Series 1 debut. Obviously, it's a huge chunk of change. I think it's, whatever, 14K on the market right now. But Dapper is, or Top Shot is holding 56% of that supply. And I'm going to need some big user growth before I trust the, the slow rollout process of that. Because if they dropped, let's say, 10 a month, take it 50, four and a half years. So they're not going to drop yeah. that few. Mm-hmm. And we're gonna need user growth. So I, that's another question, and why I'm holding. You know, like I said, like I could, you know, I have fourteen thousand dabber. I could buy one, but I don't think it's smart to do um, at this moment, at least without some questions being answered on when that's gonna come, how it's gonna happen. I want to know all those things before I put big money into their moment again. So I'm, I'm with you on that, um, especially on the S1 that that has a lot to be released. I think that's that's a danger zone. If if you, I mean, it's a gamble for sure. If you're gonna invest at this point without knowing how that how it's going to go down yeah we're kind of at an interesting point in time with where the market is the market's been sliding and i th- i feel like the collect uh the community as a whole is a little bit wiser this time because of the last drop so i think more people are mm-hmm. holding back which is why it's kind of dropping faster so yeah my question to you is what can top shot do now that would turn that around what would they do to make you happy and feel better about buying in to new sets or current sets? Uh, I think, you know, how, how are they going to reward us for, uh, you know, I've seen this thrown around on Twitter um, recently about maybe collector score. I think collector score needs to be more um, easy to understand. And I think some changes you made, I like this idea of, I've seen out there where they're talking about holding, you know, holding something longer gets you more collector score. And while that might might complicate things even more, because then you got to worry about how long have I held this thing. But um, if they can make that like an easy kind of way, that's going to obviously incentivize people to hold things longer and not just try to flip them for the collector's drive. But for, for that to work, I, for any of this to work, is they need something else has to be achieved with collector score besides just priority pack drops, because that's not going to keep people in it for the long haul. Like we need 
maybe some discounts on merchandise, tickets, something. I mean, there's there's so many things they could, so many levers they could pull. League pass, free league pass. If you have a certain collector score, you know, it wouldn't, I don't think it'd be that hard. And I think it would be at, you know good for the league and good for Top Shot because it's getting more eyes on the games. People are going to be more apt to go to go to games, um, especially with new fandom tiers where you have to be at the game. Um, there's just so many so many possibilities, but we just I just need to see what else is collector score going to get me besides just pack drops. I think that's fair. I think it's big. Yeah, I, I think that's fair because right now it's just to get the packs, which for the most part. As of late, the rares and legendaries have been plus EV, so you've been Mm -hmm. potentially able to turn a profit. So uh, I agree with you. I I think overall you touched on one piece, and that was making it easier. So just making it easier all around with the collector score, and and just it's it's gotten a little complicated, I think. And you know we eat not eat sleep and breathe but we're pretty much in it all the time and we've <laughs> pretty much we've been doing this for a long time and we have a lot of smart friends that we bounce stuff off of but i've got a couple of friends who are new to the platform and it's overwhelming and expensive yeah, I, mean, I mean you know when these blogs come out you know i don't understand what's going on like, i know everything about top shot i don't understand what's going on and you know i'm trying i'm trying to dm steve veerman and be like hey can you explain this to me and he, he's even having trouble you know figuring it out and he's like the smartest guy i think both of us know on the platform so it's like i mean it's got to be easier for new people to kind of grasp what's going on because otherwise they're gonna they're gonna make mistakes and it, you don't want you don't want that sour taste in, the, in a new collector's mouth if you want them to you know spread the word tell other people and also bring more money into the platform which is what we need to see sustained growth going forward is not only just new people but people that are willing to bring in some some money because they're, they're bringing in money and a lot of random other nfts why not top shot you know absolutely there's a plenty of money out there to be had there's the people are buying up and having fun mm-hmm. with nfts and i i know uh one faithful day i i showed up in our chat room with a pineapple for a profile picture and <laughs> <laughs> uh two yeah. days later we were all rocking pineapples and pineapple gifting everybody but it was fun and there was it was we fun. just paid for entertainment value to it it wasn't very expensive it was a cool little project and it was we had a lot of fun with it yeah. it was a good lesson for me because that was my first ever you know ethereum based uh, nft and whew, man just learning all the different wallets and accounts you need and gas fees and oh it was i, I wouldn't go i mean I'm scorned for life from Ethereum. Um, <laughs> NFT is just from that. I mean, I'm done. It was a I'm lot. Strictly a, I'm strictly a flow guy after that. Cause... Well, speaking of flow and NFTs, we, we, we talked about it real briefly at the beginning. There was a big, big drop today, or a big reveal. The drop was two days ago, but the reveal for the NFT ballers, which is built on flow, is a basketball PFP uh, pixelated art project. And it's the first of its kind for utilizing the Dapper wallet, which made it super easy for people to get to if they've only used NBA Top Shop because they just had to connect to the site. Their Dapper was already there. They just bought it and it showed up in their Dapper wallet, which was really cool. And that is what's going to lead us into the, the part of the show that I call the general queue. And that's where our good friend Coach has a question for the two of us. And we're going to play that right now. All right, let's let's hear it. Love, Coach. Hey, guys. With the Ballers PFP project dropping this week, 
how do you feel about integrating those within your Topshop profile? So that's what a lot of people have been talking about is, can this become my profile picture on Topshop? Which by the way, we can't customize, which is kind of strange unless you're Alexo, which somehow he figured, <laughs> he figured out how to do it. Uh, but I think it's a cool element. And I think that the future of the Topshop platform, I know Roham has talked about mass appeal will come through having an app and with that app if you add social components to it like a chat and like messaging basically messaging right there and tr creating trades and actually things that you can do on the Susables app right now which people have talked about is very seamless i think that profile picture has a huge play what do you think yeah definitely i mean we, we've seen how <laughs> How much people are willing to spend on just being able to flex their their profiles on Twitter? You know, it's if they well, spending hundreds of thousands of dollars just to say, oh, I, I have a board eight. They're gonna get followers. They're gonna people are gonna think that they're smart because, or they're gonna listen to what they're saying because, oh wow, this guy's an ape. You know, he he knows about NFTs. It just gives you instant credibility. And I think making it that easy, because like I said, it was a complete headache for someone like me who's just getting into you know who's not into ethereum based nfts um i don't think that i'm not saying that they're gonna go away someday but i just don't think that'll be like super mainstream to where a guy who's just put a hundred dollars in is going to be getting into ethereum nfts anytime soon but I, I could see them doing that with flow because it's that easy and if it's all integrated that's that's awesome you know it's going to bring more people to top shot and then obviously top shot people are adapting to the ballers, so I think it's I think it's a win-win for any flow project to have more more options out there than just than just basketball because not everyone's a basketball fan, and the more the more mass adoption we can get is is going to be good for for everybody. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this pro this project blew up, and right now Twitter is kind of on fire with it. Yeah. And I, I a big part of it I think is a lot of people just bought their first non top shot NFT. This yeah. was their this was their first one because of all the pain points that is with Ethereum and MetaMask and setting it up wallet and paying these exorbitant gas fees and all this other stuff and then that ping of anxiety when you buy it and it's just kind of floating <laughs> on the yep. in the ether and you have no your idea seed, where your it is. seed phrases you gotta remember and <laughs> oh god yeah I have it written down in three different things I have one in a safe and uh, <laughs> it's like I got one buried out in my backyard and yeah. <laughs> anywhere possible i show my wife how to do it and there, uh, there's uh it's pretty wild but for this it's just very easy it plugs right into your dapper wallet and i think it's the beginning of a lot of projects to come so i know roham and the nine lives lounge hinted at as he does he's a big hinter mm -hmm. hinted at being able to use the profile pictures in the future and i i wouldn't be surprised yeah. i just I mean, know i got to get you into one when this marketplace opens in a, in a few weeks i'm gonna peer pressure you yeah, I mean, you could probably talk me into one. I, I should have, I should have minted one because that's, you know, that's where I can get something rare. That's, you know, I like to gamble. So play that lottery, dude. I should have, man. People love that. <laughs> that's like the fun part about the minting is that it. Yeah. that's just it. Do I that's hit what, that lottery? That's what ticket? happened with the pineapples. I was just like, man, I wanna, I wanna get that um, cosmic, <laughs> that cosmic pineapple that, that Grandma Ma like got four of them somehow every time he minted one, but. <laughs> he, he nailed the cosmic pineapples. He I did. did not. And we were chasing that mummy pineapple too. That was mm -hmm. fun. Mm -hmm. I mean, that, that's been a big part of what the NFT world has been. It's like a big casino and everybody's just trying to hit the jackpot. And there's been some cool projects and, you know, the NFT world has kind of hit a wall as of late, a little bit of a bear market, but that's, it's, it's mostly the, the, the bad projects that have failed. So mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone minds spending, you know, a little bit of money at we have a small chance at something really worthwhile or really rare. Uh, I think everyone kind of likes that little gamble. It's just it's just fun, so that makes it more fun. That's why people spend a few hundred bucks on a challenge that may or may not be a plus EV move because it's fun and it's yeah. a little cereal lottery and. Hey, I had a five uh, on the WNBA. I had a number five cereal, which I flipped for a thousand bucks. So that was a yeah, sweet win. Yeah, we've, we've had we've had some good. You know, speaking of the Wolfpack, we've had some pretty good cereals pulled in the Wolfpack. So I think number five is probably second best I can think of because I know um, C Lynch pulled that number one Levine. Yep. With the throwdowns. Besides that, I think that's probably the best one we've gotten. So I, I know that one CVJ I think pulled a jersey as well for WNBA. Oh, okay. So or maybe it's his, his wife. wife. I think his wife did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was his wife. Yeah, I'm yeah. not giving him any credit. She pulled Miss, it. Mrs. CBJ, yeah. Mrs. CBJ. <laughs> but hey, good question, Coach. As always, thanks, man, for uh, dropping in with your with your general Q question. And uh, you know, so that brings me to the final question of the night for you, sir. We had a lot of fun, talked a lot of top shot, a lot of strategy. So here's a part where I really like to pick your brain. I'm going to strip you everything you got for, for uh, Dapper and, and Moments. Your account is completely empty and you're brand new to the platform. Okay. I've given you 500 bucks to spend initially and you're going to have a $100 a month budget after. Knowing what you know about Top Shot, what would you do to maximize the potential of your collection with that money? And is that enough to do it? That's a good question. I think so I guess it depends on I would ask the collector what are they are they into so a no, this is you man this, this is, is me, you okay. this is you me. have the money so what would you, know, you do <laughs> so me and my convictions um <laughs> I'm gonna just stack I'm gonna put it all into one moment so like I said earlier I really like the seeing star set uh, I think that's I think there's gonna I think it, it being ended this season I don't know if they're potentially bringing it down the line but can't see that, but um, I, I like that set long term. I think that's going to hold value, and they're going to find ways to bring maybe small utility to it um, with challenges and stuff. Um, so I think it was today I was looking at it, but I think Curry, I want to say, is around maybe 90 bucks. So yeah, I would just put it all into Curry. Seeing stars. Stack up some Steve, Stack Steph Curry. Up. Stack them up, and then $100 just, if it keeps going down, you, you, get, you might get two Currys if it's down to 50 bucks. Just keep stacking them. If I'm not, if I'm not going with my convictions, if I, I'll give you one more. I yeah. think, I think that just buying a cheap S two set, like either the W, if you if you like WNBA, you can get the best of set for about little little over five hundred bucks right now. Give you a collector score, gives you a full set. If that ever becomes something down the line as well, where you know, let's say you you get entered into this huge contest only if you have a full set, I could definitely see that eventually. Um, or hustle and show if you more NBA guy. That's just at five hundred bucks as well. So, and both those, I think the WNBA will give you twenty five hundred collector score, which is a nice start to your uh, start. your collection, and that'll yeah. definitely get you into general queues and and give you an opportunity to get a rare pack. So, mm -hmm. I like that move. Yeah, and if you just buy the set, then you know that hundred dollars that you have each month, just you know, just use that for packs. Buy as many packs as you can. And kind of build your collection that way. And if you if you see like a rookie who's undervalued, I think that's a that's a good conviction spot to go in and start stacking. Um, if you kind of like me in my Sadiq Bay uh, convictions that I had back in S two, and I was stacking him around like nineteen twenty bucks. 
And then what did you sell them off at? Thirty-five. Uh, so I sold all. Yeah, I had I had up to about ninety. I had up to almost a hundred. I think I had ninety-five. <laughs> oh my god! All around nineteen to twenty dollars in good cereals. Wow, too. wow! Uh, I was just slowly buying those. Um, but yeah, I sold all of them. He got up to around four, like the mid forties. Sold a lot there, and then sold a lot thirty-five. You know, high high to high to mid thirties. So I, I have one left. <laughs> well, one because you are a big CD fan, right? You have his hollow. I still have his legendary. Nice. I bought that for eight hundred bucks back at the at the. I, I think I, I think steel. I low ticked that one. Wow, I think that's that was a steal. The, it was seven ninety nine. I think it was a low tick on that hollow, and I got a forty two cereal on it. That's awesome, man. It's got it's got to be patience is big in this in this. I game. was just gonna say, there's two things I'm taking away from you, man. It's patience and conviction. Yep. You definitely, find those something. Those are definitely my two. Those are my two um, guiding guiding lights there. And it's it's done well for you. You know, you're you're in a good spot. You you got a healthy collector. The value of your collection is healthy. You got moments that you love. You got dapper for when you're ready to get in to the next thing, or you feel confident in top shot, and or mm-hmm. when NFL hits. So yeah, yeah, I think you've positioned yourself pretty well, and I, I think you have a, a nice simple approach. You haven't done anything completely off the wall, but it's it's been smart and it's worked for you. Yeah, so. I just think just yeah, patience is big, and now I think fun, you know learning. You, everyone's gonna everyone's gonna make bad buys. That's it's inevitable. But just learning from it and trying not to FOMO too hard into things. It's much it's much easier to get good deals when you're you're the only one buying versus when you're battling thousands. You know, because it's it's so hard to eva- evaluate all these things. That, that's the, the one thing I've kind of stayed away from S one is not only just the supply, which you know we we don't know what's gonna happen with that with a lot of the extra stuff, but just with the fact that it's so hard to put a value on these things when there's thousands of dollars, it's just kind of hard. It's a, it's a lot of money to spend on something that you're not completely sure of. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. All right, man. Well, that's, uh, that's, that's about it. Thanks for joining me today. That was fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. Do you got any final words or thoughts you want to share before we go? Um, no, just, I think, uh, you know, excited for S3. Um, I'm basically treating it where I'm trying to get as many packs as possible, uh, the base packs, you know, but just treating them as kind of lotteries towards rookies, good cereals, and then obviously just trade tickets because we're going to need a lot of them. You know, You're going to go for the trade ticket packs? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, I'm the guy that, that all I think about is, okay, these packs are going to have Series 1 LeBrons in them, uh, maybe some, tri- I don't know if there's tribute dunks or if it's only his... Uh, his uh, debut but heck heck yeah i'll take it it's all mostly get, his man. debut yeah it's mostly his debut in the block are the two ones that are in there i mean either way they're s1s and then you got Giannis is in there and there's definitely some other strong debuts in that pack so those are gonna be i'm gonna yeah, be going I'll, for it i'll take a shot yeah if it's you know i don't know what how many but i'm, I'm guessing maybe like three three hundred ish i don't know somewhere around there um three to five hundred tickets but I, I think that with the supply we're seeing S3 moments, I think we're going to see dollar S3 tickets coming pretty soon. And I'll just be buying those as well whenever I can get them because you can't go lower than a dollar at this point. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't. They won't let us. So yeah, that's that's kind of my kind of final thoughts there on S3. Um, I guess I'll see what sets, what rare sets come out and if I want to do any of those possibly. If it's the first of set, first of whatever it is. I, I think there was a, what was the cool set that, was in the roadmap. I know they're doing hustle and show again. 
but there was like a new one that sounded pretty cool. Um, they got a couple new sets. I know what you're talking about. Unfortunately, it's failing me right now. Yeah. Uh, is it, it's like the is this is no, it's not the give and take. It's <laughs> <laughs> shake and bake. It's the uh, I don't. There, there's another one. Yeah, but there's gonna be it some does cool sets fun. coming. Yeah. So if it's the first of its kind, I'll probably you know it's reasonable. I'll probably go for that as well. Oh, you have the rookie legendary set too which is kind of cool so they instead of doing cool. the shining stars which they are going to make a common they're going to come out with the rookie legendary which i like i think that's cool too so yeah and those are out of like 75 right yeah so, so it'll be, be pricey really... for the good ones scotty yeah. barnes is going to be probably the most expensive as of right now anyway maybe mobile yeah there's gonna be some, yep. some definitely um yeah they need some high price one Here, here's a question for you because I, I can't get wrap my head around lamello balls uh, legendary for like sixteen thousand. Like, what yeah. do you think? What do you think of that valuation on his? It's a lot of hype built in, man. I, it's so much. So built my into take that. with my take with rookies is I like the rookies where there's a lot of upside, but the price is not inflated because mm-hmm. then there's a great opportunity to hit. You're taking a risk. Kind of like Sadiq Bay. Just like Sadiq Bay. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So yeah. you have I do have Lamelo's MGLE. Uh, I, I that's the only rookie of his I have. I may pick up the four badge if it continues to go down a little bit. Uh, but, you know, for rookies, I had liked Patrick Williams for a little bit there because he's got big upside, but he also mm-hmm. keeps getting hurt. So, but I, I like, so I bought two Mobleys. I thought that, I think I bought him for about $250, $260. I thought that that was a pretty good price for a guy with his upside. Yeah, definitely. So I think he's... just timing right now of the market is is hurting that price. But I think that, yeah, he just had a crazy night the other night. That guy is kind yeah, of a freak. He really is. I think Scotty Barnes will be a little bit more inflated. Everybody loves Scotty Barnes, but he also has an incredible ceiling too. So, I could definitely see a Scotty Barnes S3 throwdown coming for sure. Yeah. Oh, he's yeah. Gonna some, he's going to have some sick dunks this year. Yeah, I just think the problem with rookies is I think of guys like Blake Griffin and, and you know, unfortunate where guys just they break down. Yeah, you know, I will I don't own any Zion and I won't buy Zion because I just don't trust that he's even going to last yeah, as long as Blake Griffin, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. So I, I have some I, I do like uh you know it's just I I'll buy more guards and, and such, but I, I try to be very cautious with rookies. Yeah, I'll probably wait and see like once all the rookies come out, once more of the supply of each one comes out, I'll probably kinda of see where they all settle in at. And then See if I want to kind of load up on any of them, but I'll tell you um, what: if you give me 15k, dude, I am buying a LeBron S1 debut so, over a Lamelo. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, legendary. I just I, I'm I'm doing that <laughs> all day. Absolutely. So that's kind of crazy to think that I could pretty much buy a LeBron debut right now if I wanted to, but but then know. you'd be out. That's it. Yeah, I don't I don't want to put it all into one moment like that. Yeah, I. We talk about strategy. I mean, the easiest strategy, just buy LeBron. You'll be all set. It's yeah. not very, I guess it's not very fun. If you really want to be, collect, if you want to collect and be active on the platform and do stuff. If you're just, hey, look, long-term investment, LeBron, yeah. if you believe in the platform, you LeBron's believe in the it, guy. Yeah. LeBron's definitely the guy. I'll definitely buy more LeBron. I, the reason I haven't bought a ton of LeBron is I think he is the most, like, priced to their actual, that he's priced really well, I think, in this in the market. So I don't really see like a ton of like upside. I mean, there's definitely upside long term, but I just mean like 
I don't see like a, a a bad pricing on him. I see so many more inefficient prices that I like to take advantage of rather than that. I guess is my is my take. I on agree. That. I agree. I, I'm a big. You want to talk about young guys? He's 26 years old, Giannis. Of course, he's got two MVPs and a championship under his belt, and he's he's just tearing up the league this year already. He's the second. Uh, he's ranked second for player efficiency rating, and he's just. I love Giannis. This guy's a monster. Speaking so. of conviction, I think if I was to if I was to go all in on a moment right, if you had to tell me, all right, you have to you have to use your whole bankroll fourteen k on one moment right now, I would probably just load up on those um, Giannis on the you know talk about the the thumbnail the championship thumbnail. Oh yeah, I have two of those. I think that moment long term is going to be money because if he if his career turns out to where we think it's going to be and he has you know three or four titles whatever. A lot of MVPs. That that's his first title, so that that'll always be you know highly regarded down the line. Yeah, and it's so. a decent mint count. It's like twenty five hundred, twenty six hundred, or something, or maybe it's three yeah. k. It's somewhere around there. It's a little it's... over three k. I want to say, but yeah. But I mean, when we were in that really really down market, and people were selling those for eighty bucks. That I mean, I don't know why I didn't load up on more on more. Same of those. here. <laughs> Same here. I have one because I completed the challenge, and then I have one more. I yeah, bought, I completed but I... the challenge too. Yeah, but if I, I, that's that's the moment I always monitor to where if it comes down. In the hundreds, I'll definitely start loading up on those. Yeah, that's a I, I like that move a lot. Giannis is a, is definitely a guy to have conviction on for sure. Yeah, and that, that's just like a you, you don't have a lot of those moments in the platform where it's it's not like a legendary you know championship, but it's like a, but the thumbnail is just that that's yeah that's awesome. Championship badge, it's I, I think it's a perfect perfect moment mm-hmm. if if you had the the wherewithal and it drops in price. Yep. But, that's good stuff, man. That was a fun, fun talk. Fast hour, huh? Really fast, man. Goodbye. <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed picking your brain, man. I, you share a lot of cool insights. I, I, I love hearing how different people approach the the platform. Everybody's got a little bit of a different play, and, and it's cool. And, and you know, do what works for you. you yeah, know, that's so. why I love Top Shot. Because like I said, like there's so many. You know, you gave me that five hundred dollar kind of challenge, and like there was three different things I could. Because my other thing was going to be, all right, well, if, if you love a certain team. You know, there's a ton of team sets S2 that you could buy for under 500 bucks, and then just load up on on your favorite player. Just stack those and collect your score right there. You know, so there's, or you could you could go conviction, uh, try to make some money. You could go with a set. So there's a lot, there's so many different collecting strategies, which is why we all love Top Shot so much. There's not one approach to it, and it's constantly evolving. Every you know, I'm holding my breath on every announcement I see because I'm like trying to digest it as quickly as possible. To see, all right, what what market moving uh, insight is in here? You know, because they're constantly changing things, and yeah, we're, we're at the point in beta where there's a lot that's gonna the, the decisions they make. I feel like the decisions they make here pretty soon are gonna are gonna shape a lot of the platform going forward. Um, for you, I think you're account, right. So. Yeah, I think you're right. At this at this stage of the game, they. Yeah, there's some critical decisions coming up. So, yeah, be interested to see how the next few months play out. That's for sure. And just S1, we're going to have S1 packs. We're going to have, I mean, we haven't even spoken about the um, ability to be able to buy packs in the secondary market. Like, <laughs> me as a gambler, I, I might just put all that money in, all that dapper into some really nice, like, I don't know. Like, how much How much do you think, like, a S1 base pack would go for in the open market? Like, yeah, there's things that are going to be fascinating, you know? People are, have... people are going to come out with the EV of it and how much it should be. And oh, yeah. People are going to yeah, be yeah. undercutting. You know, you're going to have, like, people with a bunch of packs saved up undercutting each other. And it's going to be really, <laughs> really interesting when that all happens. 
there's so much more to come. There's so much more that can be done. If you really zoom out on the scope of this project, it is massive. It is massive, massive. And that's why I think it feels like it moves at such a snail's pace sometimes. And some of it is Top Shot's fault. And then some of it is just the sheer scope of the project. And uh, I mean, when they create an app and when they actually open it up and and someday maybe we'll get Dapper Bucks or Flow Tokens or yeah, know, there's tokens, just yeah. so many things they and can hard, do. I mean, hardcore, I mean, that's how many questions with that yeah um imagine if we got like float you know if you if you do certain if you do certain well on your on your hardcore night you get flow tokens out of it somehow you know so i don't know gamify it and so many different things they could do and all the league things with uh just getting access to seats merchandise league pass so many different things when do i get to hang out with jason tatum I've been stacking. You're gonna get part moments. of his beard, right? That's what that, you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I got a that. That was the <laughs> legendary moment that was the with a piece of his beard yeah. in it, or something. <laughs> yeah, just like they do the jersey things in the physical card world. Yeah. I want next level, man. This is Web three. Don't give me that piece of the jersey shit. <laughs> you you want physical beard hair from Jason? <laughs> that sounds weird when you say it out loud. It was much easier to just type in Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> It's real now that I've said it out loud. Yeah. Well, man, this is off. This has been awesome. I really enjoyed it. Thanks for coming on. I uh, hope Big to have time, you man. on in the future too, dude. Yeah. I mean, if you ever want to do some DFS stuff or, and if you want to do some NFL uh, Dapper podcast, I'm all for when, it. When uh, when NFL drops, I think you're going to be the guy that's coming on, man. Because I, I would love to cut it up with you on that. So I, I know a decent amount of the NBA, but NFL, I know everything about the NFL. So awesome. Yeah, I well, look I watch, forward to that. I watch eight hours every se- Sunday of commercial-free football. So your strategy is going to be more elaborate than mine because mine right now is just buy Mac Jones. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting to see. You know, what are they going to do? Like, because I know they, they they said you know it's a weekly it's a weekly league. How are they going to? And at this point, half the season's already done. So are they going to? I don't know. There's a lot, a lot of like I said, a lot of questions. That's, that's why I'm holding all the staffers. There's a lot of unanswered questions. So that's fair. I I. We'll say one final note is I admire your ability to hold your dapper because that is something <laughs> I've gotten better with, but man, yeah. I still struggle at times. So I always find like I have to do something small. Like if I see something, what I think is really underpriced, buy it and, and then maybe try to flip it in a little bit just to keep myself entertained if there's not a challenge I'm into or anything. Uh, like, so. I, I, I'm the same way. I, I love being on live token just all the time trying to snipe deals. I'm definitely. If I see, you know, even if, even if I don't really need the moment, I'll be like, oh man, that's, such a good cereal <laughs> I, need, I need to have it <laughs> so yeah i definitely fomo but i don't i i'm, I'm at least responsible enough not to blow it all, blow it all on one moment <laughs> that's good that's good uh so with all that said i'm gonna take us into my final my final little bit before we get out of here and that's uh you know so folks the ideas we share today are just our opinions and they may not necessarily be the correct or best way to approach collecting chop shot Please do your own research, form your own opinions, and don't just buy something because we talked about it or some random person on Twitter tweeted it. And with that said, I wish you all good luck on the next pack drop, and I hope to see you in the priority queue.